This is an All Ears English bonus episode, a special group episode, and a common American idiom. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Denver and Portland, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, for the first time on the podcast, you will hear three of us in a natural and fast conversation. Learn about a popular idiom in American culture and find out how you can practice more fast group conversations in English with us. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team. But it can be time-consuming, reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to Indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, everyone. So I'm not the usual voice to start All Ears English. This is Jessica, by the way. <laughs> Lindsay, what are we doing today? Oh my God, guys, I am so excited to be here today. All three of us, right? It's so rare for our listeners to hear three voices or even four voices. Usually, guys, you are used to just two voices. So we are here to show you what it feels like to listen to a group conversation. That is the key, guys. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is uh, history in the making, you guys. <laughs> we're here for a very special reason, which we're going to tell you about. But Aubrey... Can you believe with all three of us on All Ears English? I know it's you so and fun. You're usually stuck over on the IELTS side. <laughs> stuck over on the IELTS side. I know this is really fun to have us all three on the mic. And I know in French and Spanish, I don't get enough opportunities to hear group conversations. So I'm excited for you guys yeah. to have this opportunity. It's harder. It's hard to understand a conversation of more than two people speaking. And so exactly. this is great practice. Yes. yes. 
for yeah. sure. Um, so guys, we are doing this because we know this is so hard. Guys, you don't want to connect to just one person at a time. Yeah. Think of all the connections and conversations you would miss out on if you're if you can't speak up in a group because you can't understand the group. Exactly. So exactly. we are coming out with new lessons for group conversation. Yeah. Um, what is that about, Lindsay? <clears throat> Yeah, you know, it is so true. I mean, so many of our listeners has, have written into us and have said, hey, when I found you, I understood 50% of the one-on-one -on -one conversation. Now I understand 80 or 90. And that's awesome, guys, if you have gotten to that point. But as Jessica said, we know that it's rare that you're just listening to a one-on-one -on -one conversation. It's just not real. So our goal at All Ears English is to bring you more real English. And that is listening to three or four of us talk on top of each other. That's what we call crosstalk, <laughs> Right, guys, crosstalk. Yeah, there's a lot of that <laughs> when we talk because so we talk over each other. Oh, the yeah. poor transcriptors have such oh, a hard no. time. I know. They love it. Who's talking? <laughs> because we all love to talk so much. Um, so, guys, what we have been working very hard on is creating lessons for you based on group conversations. And we're not talking about boring stuff like <clears throat> let's pretend we're eating in a restaurant. This oh, yeah. is chapter one of your textbook. <laughs> no. Like, no, you no. guys can talk to a waiter. Like, you guys can order <laughs> dinner. We're not doing that, guys. So, we've been recording group conversations conversations about real world world topics that we talk about, like binge watching. I'm just, I'm doing the lesson for that one right now. It's so yes. fun. Yes, guys. And you are going to want to get on the email list. So this is the first thing I want to let you guys know about right now, because we're going to be making a special announcement. Right now, we're going to go into one particular topic in this episode. But the first thing we want you to do to find out how to get more lessons like this is to be on that special exclusive email list, because we're not announcing this to the general public. It's just to the people on that list. Jessica, before we get started today, where can our listeners go to sign up for that list? Yes, guys, pause this bonus episode. Go right now to allearsenglish.com slash group. This is a very exclusive list, you guys. Only the people on this list will find out when this product is launched, when you can start practicing these group conversations. So sign up, guys. Get on that list. Go to allearsenglish.com slash group. Yes. So in this bonus today, we wanted to give you guys an example of a group conversation. Um, and we are talking about the phrase, keeping up with the Joneses. Um, guys, is this a phrase that you use? Oh, yeah. I use this all the time. And this really? is going to be an interesting thing to talk about because this is kind of a big part of my life right now where my husband and I are kind of butting heads. Oh. There are a couple things where I feel like he's trying to keep up with the Joneses. So I'm excited to talk Ooh, about it. <laughs> I'm excited. On my end, I, I don't use this phrase that much. I know it. But the concept... I think about sometimes, but Aubrey, I'm excited to hear your perspective with this because I, know, I feel like for me, I'm kind of in my own world and I don't <laughs> tend to care that much about what cars people drive, what houses they have. I really don't care, but yeah. a lot of people do. You know, a lot of people take this concept to heart, right? So I'm excited to talk about this today. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't use it that much either. I only use it when I'm talking to IELTS students and teaching them an idiom for speaking part three. Like yeah. that's the only <laughs> time. Um, but it is a part of our culture. It is a, a pervasive idea. So yeah. keeping up with the Joneses is this idea that like, 
You want to be as good as your neighbor. You want to look as rich as your neighbor, right? You want to have equal status or a higher status or social class than the people around you. So it's just really you're concerned only with appearances. Right. It's really about appearances. So it's it's more about what uh, on the outside, how it looks, not so much what's going on inside you, right? It's about appearances. That is such a good way to describe it. I do wonder if this exists in other cultures. I'm sure it does in different ways, you know? I'm positive. I (laughs) really hope that we hear some like equal idioms from other languages. Oh, yeah. I want to know what other idioms there are that yeah. Oh my gosh. So totally. just like, I want to give you guys just a quick background of where this comes from, because I thought it was kind of like a relatively new phrase, but it's actually from a comic strip that oh, cool. started in like the early 1900s, like 1907 to 1940. And oh, wow. it was just about this, like a social climbing family always wanted to buy new things or like mm. look as good as their neighbors. The Joneses. Yeah. Um, so to sort of flip this in like a modern perspective, oh, I hate mentioning it, but it's connected. The reality show Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, well, because they, they like, took the name of the idiom, yeah. right, to make their title. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, are we people that watch that show? I, I, I've never watched it. I, Aubrey, no, I, I haven't maybe, either. I haven't no. either, but that sounds so judgmental of us. No, there's nothing wrong with anyone listening who loves that show. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. Um, so, like, so, Aubrey, how does that, um, how does this phrase connect to that? Yeah. T- like, why did they name that show um, to mirror that phrase, keeping up with the Joneses? It's such yeah. an egotistical title for something to, to say, like, people want to keep up with us, right? Keeping exactly. up with the Kardashians, like, all of you should want to be like us. I can't even get my mind around. Yeah, I can't even. I know. I just can't with this. But yeah, I haven't seen it. But this is definitely a family that is famous for being famous and thinking that other people would want to be like them. I think that's that's very much sort of their thing. Yeah. And that's rare. I I do feel like the average person is not going to tell people you should be like me. I've got it figured out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah, yeah. that's the key. And- <laughs> famous for being famous, right? right? That's yeah. what drives me nuts about that show. Yes. They haven't really done anything as far as I know to actually be famous. There's no merit to it. It's just that they have a camera on them and they have become famous for that reason, which kind of makes me sick to my stomach a little bit. I think it like <laughs> it proves the idea that it's all about appearances. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. But guys, um we are being a little bit judgmental because this Judgy. is the longest running reality show in history. Oh yeah, so people it's love like, it. Mm-hmm. It has great ratings. I know yes. a lot of people who watch it. It's they'll call it trash TV. It sounds really mean, but it's like brainless. Like you can watch it okay. and feel better about yourself. Maybe if you see people's lives that oh. are not as put together as you feel like yours is. Maybe I guess so. entertaining. Well, that kind of comes back to the core concept of the Joneses, yeah. or keeping right. up with the Joneses. Maybe you do it through watching TV, where people's lives are a mess, they're a train wreck, you feel like and you've you feel good on, about right? yourself. That's interesting. That's like, why that show me. does so I'm well. Doing so well compared to this trailer person. Right. Um, okay, so here's the next question, guys. Do you think this um, comes out differently according to age? 
Like, have you noticed this as a phenomenon for like teenagers um, as compared to maybe us or people older than us? I definitely have with social media. I see my kids comparing like their selfies to other kids' selfies. I actually just took away social media because we watched The Social Dilemma. I'm like, nope, it's all Oh my gosh, we watched that too. It's horrifying. (laughs) And I see the, you know, everything they're talking about it, I see with myself and my kids. And so we've cut it out and hopefully that can stick because they are so, it's such a culture of comparing themselves to their friends and to other people. And it's really unhealthy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping you guys would mention that documentary because I just started it last night. I watched like the first half. But guys, listeners, if you haven't seen it, watch The Social Dilemma. But yes, exactly. Like it's putting this superficial importance as a number one priority for teenagers. And, mm-hmm. and those that are younger, like in middle school and stuff, yeah. when they should, that should not be the number one priority at all. That should for not sure. be occupying all of their thoughts. I kind of feel like it's more likely to happen for teenagers, though, than adults. I feel like it should be more present among because just because middle school, high school, those are tough years, right? We don't have the self-confidence yeah. yet that, that we will have later in life. And so I, I can understand why like a teenager would spend, you know, $300 on a pair of, of shoes. And I've seen this, yeah. um, you know, because their friends have that brand and they want to look cool. I have a harder time as we get older with it, yeah. right? Just because, I don't know. I don't know. Everyone's different, but it feels like something that we should, yeah, I don't know, put to the side at some point. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, so going back to something you said earlier, Lindsay, we're, we are kind of in our own world a little bit. And I think mm-hmm. it does depend on who you're surrounded with and where you are. I mean, like, definitely. I feel, I feel definitely. like in Portland and most of Portland, this isn't a thing. Like, someone who's really rich and like owns a chain of pizza restaurants or something like I don't know <laughs> that's a weird example but like yeah. that person is gonna dress the same as you know yeah. anyone else riding yeah. a bicycle I don't know for sure um Aubrey do you feel like this is a thing let's get into yeah. it tell, tell us I about it tell us. what's I, happening <laughs> let us know Hoping my husband doesn't ever listen to this episode because <laughs> So here's the situation where we live is, um, the, you know, the homes are, it's like middle class, working class, you know, but there's been some things that are starting to happen that I see. So here's an example. We had a neighbor that got artificial turf for their grass. And then suddenly like every neighbor on the street had artificial turf and it looks nice because in Arizona, the grass dies in the summer oh, and, and right. then in the, so you have this special grass for the summer and then you have to plant winter grass and it is a hassle. So all of these people, if we ask them, why are you getting artificial turf? They would probably say, Oh, you know, it's, it's easier. It looks nicer. Like they'd have a re, but they wouldn't admit that they're trying to keep up with the Joneses, but that oh. it's really a lot of that. It's like, well, everyone else has it. And I feel like my house needs to look as nice which is textbook keeping up with the Joneses, right? So we got a quote to have it done and it's mind boggling how expensive it is. And so that's what's really crazy is I feel like, you know, none of us are super wealthy. Like none of us could really afford to be putting in artificial turf, you know? And so it's it's fascinating to me that people are willing to go to that expense to either have the same thing as their neighbor or, or look as nice or just sort of almost like a status, like, Oh, everyone yeah. will know if I don't do it, I can't afford it. It's right, terrible. Exactly. So we're like Whoa. the only ones without it now because I'm putting my foot down. I'm like, we are not doing that just <laughs> nice. to keep up nice. with the Joneses. I'm fine nice. with grass that isn't perfect. 
I, I wonder if this is something that comes up more as you become a homeowner. I'm wondering about that, right? Because I mean, I still live in an apartment. I rent my apartment and I don't, you know, I don't have a, a platform to, to show anything. I wonder, what do you guys think about that? Do you think that's more common if you own a home and it depends in, in a neighborhood where, where people drive sure. by? Okay. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking too, Lindsay. Like, yeah. I think um, I think this is going to be more prevalent in um, maybe the suburbs, like a residential yeah. area where it's like yeah. a cul-de-sac of yeah. houses that sure. are nice or whatever. <laughs> and people are actually like looking at your house all the yeah. time. Um, but it's not going to be as much like in a in a crowded city center or right. Right. Um, right. I mean, like I live in a condo, right, which is just like a bigger apartment like that's right somewhere is. in between yeah yeah, yeah. well and in the suburbs no, where we live like, we have a hoa a homeowners association which okay. dictates oh, some things you pay a certain amount to the homeowners association and they will give you a fine if you have like you know a trash on your lawn or if you put up a basketball court like a basketball standard in the front yard you're not allowed to have those and and you get fined and so but huh. this is sort of above and beyond because this isn't even regulated by the homeowners so you do have to plant winter grass you have to have your grass look nice but you certainly don't <laughs> have to go to this expense to put in artificial turf right so some things you are keeping your house nice because it's mandated and then other yeah. things you're just keeping up with the joneses when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, Okay, guys, I have one last question before we finish up with this amazing conversation today. Um, Do you feel like, I mean, we learned this was an older phrase, right? Which, again, surprised Mm me. Um, Do you think there was any period of our history or any decade that would, um, where this phrase was more prevalent than it is now? Definitely the 50s, right? I mean, that's what comes to mind right away. Post-World War II, where everyone was moving out of the cities. The cities were becoming more dangerous. They were moving to the suburbs. I mean, that's the first thing I think about is the 1950s when I think of this phrase. Well, and it's definitely not a positive phrase. If I were to go to one of my neighbors and say, you're keeping up with the Joneses, by," it would be very offensive. They would be offended if I said that. And they would never admit it. They'd say, no, this just looks nicer. I want to do it. They'd have reasons why they want to do it. They would never admit that that's the reason they're doing it. Maybe it's not, but it sure seems that way, right? (laughs) <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah, like nobody is nobody's life is gonna um, like go down the gutter because they right. don't have artificial grass. Right. Um, right. It's not a question <laughs> of survival. Uh, but yeah, like um, post World War Two, 1950s, I could totally see that. Right. Oh, um, yeah. The, the idea of like the white picket fence and the, like the perfect little house and stuff like that. Um, mm. I, I was thinking also like the 1980s when like material possessions sort yeah. of had more importance, maybe. Yeah. Um, but the, again, or the like, 90s. The, the 90s, too. I was 80s or 90s because there was such a okay. boom in the market right around the 90s. And, and okay. the market was hot and people were making a ton of money in the U.S. So, yeah, 80s into 90s, I would think so, too. Yeah, I mean, who knows, yeah. right? But it just seems like that fits with the trend. That's yeah. horrible to think of if you live in the suburbs, you're stuck in the 80s. You're stuck in the 50s <laughs> if it still exists where you are. <laughs> Get with the times. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> with the times. I love it. Um, okay, guys. So that is an excellent example of the type of conversation that listeners you want to be having with other people, even other non-natives, but in English. We want to make connections with people from all over the world in English. And this is a part of culture that I think is really interesting to explore. Um, mm -hmm. Guys, how would you compare the benefits of this conversation to like going into a listening textbook and like listening to a CD. Oh man, there's just oh. not even a comparison, right? There, there have been times where if, if a group of people is speaking Spanish or French, I don't even walk up to them because I just know I won't understand everything. I know I won't be able to participate and how sad that I've missed those connections, right? But I would feel comfortable anytime listening to, you know, a CD and it's just not the same to really put yourself in those real world conversations and be able to hear multiple people talking and be able to understand everything. That's more of a high stress situation. And it's just not authentic. Anything you hear in a textbook, it's not authentic. It's very canned. And it's not the types of things that people are actually talking about today. All of the conversations we've had, it's really what you would hear if you walked up to mm -hmm. a group of speakers and this might be what they're actually talking about. Totally. Yeah, I love that, sure. Aubrey. It's so true. It's to get a foothold, right? Guys, listening is that key. It's that first step. If you can't listen to that group conversation, you can't enter it and then you can't connect. And that's what we're about here at All There's English, right, guys? Connection. So it is that foothold that you need to get that foot in the door and start that conversation. Engage with people. Yeah, it's so important. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And like, how are you going to do that if you don't practice? I mean, that's the thing. Like, the, this is so much of our motivation is to to fill these gaps between what you guys have studied and how you've learned English and getting you to where you want to be in English, right? Like, we're the middle ground. Like, right. we're, we're that bridge. Because, like, what, when are you going to be able to practice a group conversation like this, like understanding? So in these lessons, guys, again, allearsenglish.com slash group, in these lessons... Um, not only will you get this conversation, but you'll get a transcript. You'll get vocabulary, like taught to you before the lesson. Um, a quiz to teach you those listening skills while you're enjoying the conversation. So yes. for all of these reasons, allearsenglish.com slash group. Yeah. And I love, by the way, guys, I love that there's going to be a quiz because that is so key, right? That's something that we don't offer after any other All Ears English episode, right? You're going to have a chance to really test and see how much you are actually understanding so you can have a benchmark for your improvement. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Plus they're fun. I have so much fun creating the quizzes for each lesson and listening back to the discussions because they're so fun and interesting to listen to. It gives you a real insight into each of our personalities, a lot more <laughs> personal details sometimes even than we share on the podcast. Podcast. And then the quizzes exactly. are so interesting and there are lots of different formats. And it's like you said, it really gives you an opportunity to figure out how much am I really understanding. Definitely. Yeah. So totally. one more time, Jessica, where do our listeners have to go to make sure they get on this list? Because again, we are only inviting the people on the list when we first open the product, guys. So where can exactly. they go, Jessica? Where should they guys, go? Guys, get your name on this exclusive list. Go to allearsenglish.com slash group. You don't want to miss this. Guys, these lessons are going to come out very soon. So get your name on this list right now. allearsenglish.com slash group. 
All right. So fun. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Yes. It's really cool to, to have all of us on the mic together and just have so this back funny. and forth. It's different. Yeah. It is fun. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you, <laughs> listeners. And Aubrey and Lindsay, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, thanks guys. See you guys later. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.